back quarterback number 19. Bernie, Bernie, oh yeah, how you can throw. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bernie, Bernie, oh baby, Super Bowl. All right, everybody, it is my pleasure to introduce you to what I guarantee will be the most fantastically incoherent episode of Six Bs and a P ever. I am your slightly intoxicated but celebrating a birthday and also in Chicago host, Brian Costco, here with a cornucopia of pals. In person, in person, ladies and gentlemen, Six Shut the fuck up for a second. In person. With Brian Weeby. Woo! Also, in the background, because I want to add them to our guest total. Zach Long. Hey. Sarah Black. Yo. Ian Wolf. Hello. Chris Pollard. Hello. Welcome to our (laughs) tenth episode. This is ten. Tenth episode of Six Bs in a Piece, season two. I am your host, as I mentioned, slightly intoxicated. But hey, it was my birthday, and I'm on vacation. Happy vacation! Thanks. Don't judge me, America. Browns win <laughs> for the first time against the Ravens in the last twelve games. Woo! <laughs> it was awesome. Oh my god. I have to say, I hate the Ravens so much, and we talk about this in the Possibly show. the most. The most. Yeah. Question of the day. Steelers, Steelers or Ravens, who do you hate more? Comment on that. Dave Obenauer will call you <laughs> and yell into your phone. <laughs> what do you guys think? Big win, I say, right? Yeah, uh, you yeah, win. The Browns. Two and one in the division. Two and one in the division. Four and five overall. Three and three in the AFC. Firmly in second place in yeah. the AFC North. Oops, that's my bad. Ahead of both the Ravens and the Steelers. <laughs> and perhaps most importantly, one game out of the last wild card spot. Yeah. Yeah, thank it, Stats. <laughs> I'm here. I think I'm going to do a shot to that one. There it is. Stats, ladies and gentlemen, also known as Ian Wolf, is literally drinking from a bottle of bourbon. Yep. All of this begs the question, why? Why did it happen? Why did the Browns, the Browns beat the Ravens today? Why? Anybody? Anybody got a guess? Because the Ravens can eat all of our butts. Eat the butts! <laughs> Dirty fucking Chris rat Pullen, birds. What do you say? Chris Pullins. Oh, I, I don't know. Um, all of the forces aligning and the warriors in the sky... Uh, sending down their power to the Cleveland Browns. At the same exact moment, right? And I seriously do agree with that. Every single thing that we've talked about over and over again on this show, with a team that isn't your Seattle Seahawks, it isn't a Kansas City Chiefs, it's the Cleveland Browns, there needs to be a few basic things we've mentioned, right? Defense, keep being awesome. Quarterback, doesn't have to be good, just don't screw up. Okay? Special teams, maybe some plays here and there. Don't screw up. No penalties. 
all of those things happen today for the most part, right? Yep. Pretty much. Yep. A couple calls. Yep. Greg Little, my man, straight up G Little. <laughs> fight some dudes, right? Yes, right. Greg Little's about to fight some dudes. We'll move that up in the outline a couple spots because Greg Little got a hood. He's like a he's like a little puppy that, that gets a toy and doesn't know how to share when he caught the ball and just gets mad at everyone. And here's my theory, guys. I thought about this and we talked about this at the bar on our adventures today, and we'll talk about that later. That Greg Little, I feel like, seized the opportunity of everyone thinking Devon Bess was kind of the new Greg Little. Like Greg Little came into this game, he's like, I am going to win this game. Yes. Mm. Yeah, he didn't get any of the touchdowns. Devon Bess, I actually thought, contributed a lot towards winning this game. What a oh, guy. Yeah. Totally. Six Bs and a P. Bess is best. In fact, we are in the process of deleting all the possible reference to the fact that we don't like it. I frankly have no idea what you're talking about. I well, hey, here's, what, here's how I like to think of it. I think he listened to the last episode. And he thought, you know what? I am not the hope killer that Brandon Whedon is, and I'm going to fucking prove it to six Bs and a P. So I, question, question. I agree. He was a winner today. He was a winner. Question. Answer. Is the conspiracy theory that we discussed earlier of the Browns' hope killer being a smoke monster, if you will, that has to <laughs> inhabit one person that's on the field at all times, is that bunk, or did we disprove that? Was there a hope killer this week, despite the win? I didn't see a hope killer. I thought today I didn't was... either. Yeah. I beg to differ. Was a hope killer in this game. Oh, <laughs> when Jason Campbell hurt his ribs, and I told Brian, and I don't know if I don't even know if we actually even finished this thought because I actually you want to talk about not remembering something. The four minutes that Brandon Whedon was in the game, I don't even remember. All I know is my heart rate increased. I started to get, like, agitated. I was really just immediately had gone from enjoying a game with some friends in Chicago in a bar to literally flipping out. But that, was it enough to kill your hope? Right then it was, right? Was I even crying. I'm like, I hope this doesn't last too long. They're only up, up by did, so much. He did say that, well, when Brandon Whedon came in the game, that your heart rate sharply increases when Brandon Whedon enters the game. Don't you think? Sure. Now, every week, you may, listeners, you may have picked this up from the podcast. We have a, a text thread amongst the co-host guests, what have you, of six Bs and a P, and I'd like to read the <laughs> responses when... When Brandon Whedon entered the game? Whedon entered the game. I said, fuck. Chris Poland said, uh-oh. Brian Costco said, fuck. <laughs> And, you know, I think that about sums it up. Yeah, pretty much, right? Mm -hmm. But the good news was, and I don't know if I ever would have thought, we like to do this a lot on the show, too. I don't know if I would, ever would have thought I would have said this sentence. But the good news was, Jason Campbell wasn't hurt, and so Brandon Whedon came out of the game immediately, and Campbell came back in. Which was good news now in the world we live in. The best news. Great game for Jason Campbell. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't not just not screwing up. He's playing well. Yeah. Um, redemption of Devon Best. We talked about that. Devon, two touchdowns. Huge. That big fourth down catch. That huge yeah. fourth down. That was unbelievable. Yeah. And that, I, real quick, I want to touch on too, because we mentioned last week, you know, like, what are the things that keep you wanting to be a Browns fan, despite the fact that it's not as easy as being a Patriots fan or whatever, um, a Yankees fan? Like, 
is is there's two things I wanted to bring up. One is is that when those moments happen, like when Devon Best redeems himself, when we beat the Ravens, but most importantly, the look on Jim Harbaugh's face. <laughs> there's about two minutes left in the game. When he realized that he had won the Super Bowl only months prior in the same year, and now he was losing to the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland, first time out of 12 games. Fuck Jim Harbaugh. That was awesome. That's why I'm a Browns fan. The look of utter failure on his face. You like to see people recognize that life's a bitch. That's, what's going on That's what that happened moment. at that moment. Yeah, it's, it's when we can see on the faces of others the sort of look that's usually on our own faces. Yes, along those same lines. Moment of truth, everybody. I like to, you know, remain honest on this show. And I called Devon Bess out last week, mm-hmm. and we've already discussed it. But nevertheless, I didn't say he was a terrible player. I didn't say get off the team. But he no. lost last week. He did. And along those same lines, he won this week. Won the game. Two touchdowns. And they wouldn't have made that fourth down catch. They would have won. He, I don't think they would have I mean, out. come on. That's the way it is. That's life. Some days you're awesome. Some days you're terrible. Devon Best, way to go. And yeah. I think that says something about the character of this team. And that was the other thing I was going to get to was that this reoccurring theme of this season. And we'll talk about this later on in the show after the break is that one of the things that's different about this year, even though we know that this team might not make it to the playoffs, is that I have faith and believe in the coaching staff, most of it. I love Chud, man. And I'll tell you, in this game, he pulled some awesome shit out. And it made me believe. There, He was fist-pumping Sherry at one point when we were watching. I was like, look at him. They picked up that fourth down, and he was, like, pumping on the sidelines. <laughs> and that, to me, was like that – right there was that kid that he is from Toledo who rooted for the Browns. Like, that's the real shit. That's how we feel, I think, on this podcast. I was doing the same thing. I loved to see that. Pat Shermer was a robot, from what I could tell. I don't think Pat Shermer even understand the concept of uh, down and distance. <laughs> Which brings me to our next topic, and we're bouncing around a little bit. The return of the Shermer unnecessary timeout. Oh, boy, they got to it early this week. Yeah. They called two timeouts, from what I remember, within six minutes into the game. Was that right, in the first half? Something like that, yeah. And it's just like, just calling them all over the place. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I said to Brian, I was like, as a Browns fan, I get it. Like, the possibility of a touchdown is a precious commodity. You you don't want to fuck it up. And, you know, they called, but they called them on, like, first down when they're driving. Yeah. Right. And to me, like while I get why the Browns would call that timeout, it's disappointing as a Browns fan because you understand that it means they're unconfident about what they're doing, you know. Yeah, like, they need to they need to actually Like really holy shit, about we're driving? Uh, timeout everybody. What the fuck is it? <laughs> we haven't done this. We can't before. screw this up. We got to get together and talk about it for 60 seconds. <laughs> Next, which is a perfect I am actually amazed given how well, Ian, as I said that, Ian chugged off the <laughs> bottle of bourbon. And from what I can tell, ladies and gentlemen, he does not have sleeves on. I've They're on. They're just rolled way up. Yes! <laughs> I like it. I got, I, I, it's very hot in this room, despite the fact that it's like negative 30 degrees outside here in Minnesota. Despite the fact that you live in a Minnesota igloo, from all mm-hmm. we know. The other thing that the Browns did this week when they couldn't call the timeout that we mentioned that they needed to just to get their shit together... What they would do, me and Brian decided, was they had a play they called just where Old Legs McGahee 
goes for a yard, falls down, and that'll buy us enough time to figure it out the next play. Did you notice that it happened 16 times, guys? Or however many stats get on that. I want to know how many times. I'll give me McGahee's stats for this game. Hold your goddamn horses. Unbelievable. He's literally a time buyer. <laughs> he is. He's like, yeah. right, I've got four downs. And I like that, right? It That's like sense. some Madden shit. It's like, <laughs> Chud went for it on fourth down twice today. Yeah. At least, okay. right? That's on fourth and goal. He's looking at, like, I like that, man. I like that he's looking at it as buying time towards getting those yards eventually. Whatever. Willis, go forward, fall down. <laughs> well, give me enough time. Today, 21 carries. 31 yards. Jesus! <laughs> oh, my God! That is not even Richard Sony. Oh, my God. That's incredible. That is unbelievable. That I would also like to point out... I verify everything that was just said. Like, you know he's what? doing... He carries the ball 21 times. 31 yards. I could do that real fast. That's the thing, Jim Harbaugh. Willis McGahee, you know what he did? He ran the ball for... 21 times for 31 fucking yards, and your team still lost because you suck. That's that's sub uh, Richard Sonian, but I that's I, not even Richard Sonian. That's like uh, yeah, it's I'm telling you. I want to put Brandon Whedon on the day. Let's hear him. Oh one god, one for two, negative two yards. Negative two yards. <laughs> yes, I love it. Also unbelievable. Let's talk some more about how much we love Jason. Like he, he has to touch everything, though. He's got to give it a little bit of bullpen warm. Like, you know, we won today largely because Brandon Whedon didn't play. Yet he played. <laughs> you know, it's just it's a weird thing. We can't escape him. And that, you know, Supernatural talk earlier, that was some text talk as well. It was like, it truly does seem like God wants Brandon Whedon to be our quarterback. <laughs> it really does. Did it seem that way? Yeah, it's like... He's up there. He's in heaven. He's like, what can I do with the to fuck with Cleveland some more? Like they haven't had it bad enough. Let's get Brandon. Let's Weeded. throw Brandon Weeded into the series. <sighs> anyway, I just read actually before we went on air that Jason Campbell looks to be all right. He did have some sort of rib issue throughout the game. He got he got hit pretty hard. Yeah, he also had the worst slide I've ever seen. But he did get that first down. Uh, hey, second worst to Hoyers. Second worst, he slid and then just fell down immediately <laughs> in the first part of the slide. What else do we got here? Greg Little, we talked about that. G Little, I loved it. I wanted to see him score a touchdown after he got that penalty and then immediately punch whoever was closest to Miller <laughs> Raven in the face. We'll take the 15 yards. Um, defense, as always, was awesome. Looked much more like the defense of earlier in the season, not the last two weeks. Yeah, and I gotta say, like one of the things that really surprises me this season is the secondary. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. Based off the off season, I was like, why the fuck are you getting new people? You should be signing somebody. And you know, we saw Owens today. He was actually one of the pickups. Yep. He did some good shit today. But like, it's the guys that were here last year stepping the fuck up, and that makes me think. Just like Gibson. Yeah, that's that's TJ very Ward. Yeah. I'm super hopeful for next year as a result. You know, like, let's keep these guys. You know, like, that's something that's brought up a lot with successful franchises, teams. It's like, you keep people and you build develop, them up. Develop them. Yeah. No. yeah. You don't trade your Josh Gordons or your Jordan Camerons. Yes. Yeah. You keep don't trade the people, people that are working. 
You did. And, oh, my God. and you add to them in the right way, which I actually think, you know, despite, and I mean, I'll feel this way, I think, the entire year, regardless if the Browns win another game. I felt like the pieces that they added in the offseason were at least thought to be complementary pieces. I mean, Paul Kruger was a perfect addition, like another established veteran, and he's awesome on that line. Real fast on that, is anybody else noticed that Paul Kruger apparently seems to be wearing a jersey that is like four sizes too small and does not cover his body? Fucking back flaps are out all the time. Don't they get fined for that? Why would you not want to cover a body like that? There you go. I I agree he's a beautiful man, but... (laughs) Along those same lines, he's on the broken bandwagon fashion notice. Boom! Oh. We're going to keep tabs. We have one of those? On those Real. On that same yeah. topic, yeah. Chud's looking a little better. He looked sharp today. He looked good. Slimming. The parka, which is not normally a slimming up. outfit. He, went, he was straight up Belichick in it, I thought. Yeah. Really? Yeah, not bad. But a little sleeker, a little more 90s. No. <laughs> I'd like to see uh, some spinner top siders, maybe a popped collar. <laughs> a little popped collar action, a little alligator shirt. He did some time in Miami. He knows how to do. Put on some roller blades and a thong, send them up and down the sidelines. There it is. Mm-hmm. The Browns win 24 to 18. Was That was the final, I believe. Willis McGahee, of course, changing the game with his 31 yards on 21 carries. Old legs. Uh, Unfortunately, his legs are old. I feel like we've covered most of the things we wanted to talk about. Bye week? Is it the bye yeah. week? It is. Okay. Next game against Cincinnati. <laughs> Next game against Cincinnati on the 17th. Um, a couple of the 6B and a P posse will be there. I may be there. It's a crazy weekend for me. but it seems like Chris, are you going? Brian and Chris are going, I think. Uh, yeah, I might. Uh, I think Randy's going to come too, right? Yeah. And I'm going to try. Jonathan Richmond's playing at the Union that night. Let's give a shout-out to that as well if you're not at the game. The man loves the smell of gasoline, and he dances like a madman. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> um, but we'll sure have some great things, I bet, on that, that week's episode. Live, in-game. Uh, maybe you guys can record a little bit on your phone some in-person reaction. Sure. Man yeah. on the street. Yeah, we'll get it. Randy segments. <laughs> oh, dear God. Um, but it'll be nice, I think, for the Browns to have the week off. Do you feel like going into the bye week four and five? That's pretty awesome, right? I mean, one game out of the wild card. Holy shit. And yeah. the teams we've beat as well. Beating yeah. the Bengals, beating Ravens. the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feels good. Totally, man. Unbelievable. I mean, it's just... I, even the Bills, I think, are a feisty team to have beat. I agree. I like the Bills because they're a lot like the Browns. They've had a similar they, – they're the only team with a longer playoff drought than the Browns. Mm. So, you know, a little, uh, little gutter affinity there. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen of the wonderful 6Bs and a P audience, the Army, the Nation, Brian Weeby and myself are in the same place this week, and we wanted to talk about that briefly. I am on vacation from my home in Athens. Please don't rob me. Um, I will be back by the time this episode is up, so if you fucking come, it's on. Okay? Don't do it. Don't do it. Do it. No, man. Come on. No, my mistake. Don't do it. Is there an email about... Is there an email for that, Ian? For doing it? Oh, is there ever. The email is, hey, what do you say we actually do do it at (laughs) net. Yeah, so get a hold of us there. 
Um, I am in Chicago, Illinois, the wonderful windy city of Chicago. We've been here for a couple days. Went up to Madison and saw Tommy and Thomas. That was awesome as well. And then came back here. And me and Brian Weeby had quite the biblical like tale of trying to watch the Browns game today. Because as you know, or may not know, when you don't live in Cleveland or within the vicinity, it's really hard to watch the Browns game. So here's the deal. I download BitTorrents. You can arrest me if you want to, if anyone's listening. But we all, I also stream football games on my computer. It's a way to watch them. Take that, Romney. But <laughs> that being said, because I don't pay for it, terrible service. really is. You give it, it, can, pay for it. it can become the most frustrating thing in the world. That kind of happened today. We missed the second Devon Best touchdown as a result of technology. We suck. Then missed most of the second quarter as mm-hmm. well. And we went to several bars, and I loved it. Like, we came in wearing Brown's paraphernalia. And, in fact, the first bar, Moe's, here in the neighborhood, we stopped in, and I believe the gentleman saw us, a guy wearing a Bears shirt, of course. We're in <laughs> Chicago, right? I recognize when I'm in the minority. Mm-hmm. And he said, Cleveland Browns, that ain't on here. And he was like, it's not on TV. As if to kind of say, like, hey, the Bears aren't on, but we can't get your game, actually. <laughs> so we kept going, went to a few more places, and finally found a lovely place at the Logan Bar and Grill. Shout out, first take hotline. They looked like they had a little bit of money. Maybe 300 bucks our way so that I can get NFL Sunday ticket. I'm just going to say check my Yelp rating about the food. Not so great. Yeah. <laughs> but nevertheless, it had the Browns on. Ladies and gentlemen, bless them. We're also joined Hell in the studio stand. by Lucy the dog. Lucy? Lucy's here in Chicago as well. Bananas. He's pumped, man. I'm also and pumped. That's Lucy. That's your oh. voice. Lucy, you sound different than last time we spoke. What? That's more like it. I don't know. That sounds a bit like what I remember. Yeah, I guess. I also told her to not pay any attention to men who don't wear sleeves. Nope. Let's go to... Uh, we wanted to do a special segment this week. Broken Bandwagon, since we're in person in Chicago here. The, no, we're all in the compound. We're all in the compound together. The Aqua Religion headquarters in Athens, Ohio. But something feels special. There's something special here, and we've decided to put Chris Poland, ladies and gentlemen, your I'm favorite. Gonna... Oh, can I just say this? I mean, the I'm not freshest a... take. The freshest take on this show. <laughs> this I don't know about not... that. No? Come on. Who has a fresher take than you? All right, are we all right. ready for the we're hotline? Ready. We're putting Chris Ian, Poland on the hotline hot seat. Ian, we have six questions. Do you have some questions you'd like to add to this? I may. Let's see how this Can I rephrase your question? Can yeah. you make up one or two in between to break it up? <laughs> Absolutely. All right, wonderful. Brian, we start off. Chris Poland. Wait, wait, hang on. Fresh, take, fresh take hot seats. Are there any rules I need to know? Just, just no go rules. with your heart. Okay. Go with your heart. That's the only rule. Okay. Favorite video game, football game, or a comic book about the Browns starring Wolverine? <laughs> One of the other? Um, like Sophie's Choice. How about you name them both? Or say yes. Okay, I, I name both of them? All right, here you go. Would you rather have your favorite <laughs> video game, football game, Okay. Or a comic book about the Browns starring Wolverine. I'm going to say the comic book about the Browns starring Wolverine. Follow think... question. What's your favorite video game football game? Hmm. 
Favorite oh, video game football game? Probably, um, I really loved Mutant League football. I thought that was a lot of fun. Um, but I also thoroughly enjoyed uh, Joe Montana Sports Talk football. Not because it was a very good football game. It was pretty horrible. But because it was an early uh, game where they had an announcer, and the announcer would always fuck up in hilarious ways. Um, like lines such as, the rain is really coming down now. The rain has stopped. Which I always enjoy. <laughs> Here's the follow-up question. I, 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 do this. I want to get in on this football video game question now. I got in. All right, this is a whole tangent. We've, we've done it. Because do I, I was bored up until now. The obvious answer is Tecmo Super Bowl. That's a good game, dude, actually. I think that's a very mm-hmm. good choice. Thanks. Have you ever, this is for everyone, not just Chris, Ooh. made yourself a football player on a video game and made yourself awesome? Yes uh, and yes. <laughs> what the fuck kind of question is that? Yeah, yes and yes. Because, so everyone's uh, done that. I've, I've never done it uh, in, for football. I've done it for what? soccer and for hockey, I believe. My only oh, question, about... tell us which team Chris Pullen, the hockey player, played for in the video game. Uh, Chicago Blackhawks. Go Blackhawks! Go Chicago! My my only problem with creating creating an awesome video game version of myself is there isn't a slider to adjust. Shut up! You're not on the hot seat. Chris Bolin is. Next question. Is it ever alright to pop the collar? Sure. What? Example. (laughs) Um, When you are on six B's and a P... Wearing an awesome brown shirt with a collar? That's yes. the perfect time. Correct. Brian Weeby. I doing... agree 100%. You're free to disagree. Ian doesn't have any fucking sleeves on, ladies I, and gentlemen. I, I, well, I have one sleeve on now. What do you want me to say? All right. Go Browns. Go Browns. Wow. I call that a zenia tee. Brian Weeby, next question. For the Chris Paul and hot seat. All right. And I'm going to, you know, uh, yeesh, this is a toughie. All right, first boner or gayest boner, nice. which was better? Good question. And, well, let me give examples if you want. Oh, uh, so what's going on here? Wait, what is that? Who's uh, there? Oh, what's, what's all this in? Bernie? Did you hear about boners? It was a boner question. I'll tell you about boner. I got the University of Miami. Chud. Chud, all right. Bernie Kosar, ladies and gentlemen, joining us in studio. And from what I can tell, he has not shaven or bathed in weeks. I've been out in the parking lot. He's been kind of hanging out talking to people that come by there. And, uh... Mr. Kosar? Yeah? Um, we're going to finish the Chris Poland hot seat, but I'd like you to stick around. Chris, though, is here, and you just sort of came in. Who? Long. That was a, Chris, that was a rescue. Would you? We mentioned last week in our Don Fleming Memorial tribute question that Jason Campbell, current Browns quarterback, as opposed to Browns former quarterback Bernie Kosar, left his bride at the altar. Chris, mm. would you do that? Would you leave your bride at the altar? I Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Could you see I, that situation occurring? Would you jilt a lover? I hope not. I don't think you would either. 
I don't think you would, but I can see how that situation can happen to Could anybody. happen to anybody. Next question. Booze. I know you don't like it that much, but yep. what's the best booze ever? What's the best booze ever for Chris Poland who doesn't like booze? What would you have to... <laughs> and also, along those lines, tell us, you know, like, why booze isn't your favorite. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll start start at the beginning. Best booze. Probably, for me, I'm going to have to go with the Pele of Anal, Framboise. Ooh, nice. Uh, because it's pretty and candy. It's Milwaukee. As like a Zima with a Jolly Rancher. Right? Yeah, sure. I'm willing to accept that. Bernie knows. Bernie knows what's up. Oh, me. All right, last question. Chris Poland, who is the Browns' unsung hero? Mm. Right now, this season, this team. The unsung hero of the Browns this season. I will say Billy Cundiff. Nice. Uh, so let's cool down that seat. Chris Poland, thank you for playing. Oh, you're welcome. Hypothetical hot seat. I, <laughs> dot com. Yeah, you guys um, have any questions for me? No. Okay. <laughs> Bernie, I want you to stay here, though, Bernie. I'm going to stay inside. I have one last question for everybody, and actually I'm stealing this from Brian Weeby. We discussed this earlier when we were walking around to go find the game, and Brian asked me how many more losing seasons, including this one, assuming that this one will be a losing season, even seven to nine, how many seasons, including this one, are you all right with letting Chud coach in a row? Because I was talking to him about how, like, one of the differences for me is that I believe that Rob Chesinski is a good coach. Mm-hmm. And I think he's proven that a few times. And he's screwed up a few times. But I think he's proven it more often than not that this batch of players, he can coach them. Yeah. And I said, well, no, I don't even want to give my answer, actually. Ian and Chris, I'm curious to see, and then Brian, of course, how many losing seasons you would give Chud before you get put him on, before you put him on the hot seat. Mm-hmm. Bring him mm. back. Uh, Chris, you can go first. Um, okay, thank you. I would say three. I think three is a fair number. Um, you know, uh, gives you time to build, and if you haven't made, you know, significant changes and turn things around by then, I think it's time to try something else. Ian. It just really depends on the amount of progress that's being made. I mean, if, if you know, they go 8-8 eight and eight the next three years, but at the same time, like, you can see how maybe they could easily be 10-6 and six, had a couple breaks gone their way, then they say, keep Chud. I honestly was prepared to keep Mangini longer than they did because right. I felt like the team was, I mean, they were terrible still, but they were moving in a direction I felt was positive, and that's something we didn't see under uh, Pat Shermer at all. So, you know, it's it's really just based on, like, what happens in those whatever number of seasons. If it's just, like, you know, 9-7, and 7-9 seven, seven middling bullshit, then yeah, fuck him, get rid of him, but if it <laughs> if it's just, like, if it's, like, a couple, like, bad bounces that keeps him out of the playoffs, then I see no reason to not keep him. Well, what would you give him, though, as far as like that idea like Chris brought up, as far as building what this core, you know, do you give him You give him this year, of course, right? He's shown enough to me already. I mean, at the very least, you have to give him, I think, three years total. 
That's what I said, too. I think it's interesting that you both said that, too. And I think you felt about the same way. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think an ideal situation is kind of sort of like uh, the Bengals, you know? He's been there forever, and, like, there's been ups and downs there, but they've stuck with him. And now their team seems like, you know, I don't want to talk about the Bengals on a Brown show, but there's a lot of fucking talent they've brought in there in a smart way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something the Browns need to try to do. Let's take it off to a break, actually, right now. Let's send it to a break. And this is part one of a two-part series of breaks on this podcast. Next week, we'll feature the exciting conclusion. Brian Weeby, our own Brian Weeby, found a great video of Bottlegate. It's those, incredible. It's unbelievable. And I highly suggest that maybe we'll post it on our Facebook in a couple days here at some point. Mm-hmm. Um and put it on the Twitter, at 6B1P, and, of course, on Facebook by searching 6Bs and a P. Um, there's a video of the Browns are playing the Jaguars and essentially got hosed on some calls. Mm-hmm. And the, that, uh, Quincy Moore? The referees, yeah, the referees just con- con- ended the game. <laughs> and they made some terrible calls at the end of the game. And Cleveland fans, as you can imagine... Not so happy about this. And this is why they no longer sell beer in the second half at Cleveland Stadium. Go Browns. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And in the video, it's incredible, because at one point in the conclusion, not to play spoiler here, but there's at one point where I said, like, it's great. The guys are leaning over the railings as the referees are running into the actual tunnel, and they're leaning over the railings and throwing bottles full (laughs) speed five feet away from these people's heads. Just fucking yelling at them. It's unbelievable. Um, but the Browns did lose to the Jaguars. So let's send you off to that. Take a quick break. Six Bs and a P on AquabareLegion.com. Bottlegate. Bottlegate. So they say he was juggling the ball. And what Bush Davis is saying right now is we ran another play. And like I said, in the history of replay, Gus, once another play has been run, I have never seen them go back and say we're, we're replaying another play. And I mean, this is this is serious stuff here in Cleveland. This is a playoff spot potentially on the line. And it's getting ugly here in Cleveland. And it's getting ugly here fast. So Jacksonville will take the football back at the 10-yard line because of this. They say this is an incomplete pass. Boy, I don't know. He had those two feet down. Then you see the ball coming out. But what the fans are upset with is the Browns were able to get to the line of scrimmage and run another play. But then the officials went back two plays and made the ruling. They said that there was a malfunction with the communication system between the replay officials in the booth and the officials on the field. And we hit. And here was the play. They snapped it before the referees or the officials were able to stop the game. And we were talking about the potential grounding call, but the Jags were talking about the play prior. And the rules are pretty specific. 
once another play is run, it can't be reviewed. And so they were talking about the malfunction in the system. That's what the replay booth has called and told us. But we don't make the rules. And bottles have been thrown on the field. And that's one thing that we haven't had since replay has come back. We haven't had that situation, Gus, where another play has been run and we've gone back. Fortunately, those bottles are plastic. But these Cleveland fans are irate. And they're trying to clear the end zone. Yeah, well, the Cleveland fans aren't helping any right now by throwing stuff on the field. They got no better than that. And it's frustrating. The players are frustrating as well. And they're players are sitting on the sideline looking around days trying to figure out how this happened and we've and just never, Davis still arguing his case and we've just never seen that once the play is run it's all over and you see teams before try to get up to the line of scrimmage and run another play so they can get beyond the review if they feel it's going to go against them all right and we're back six b's and a p <laughs> right Brian Weaver, Chris Paul. Ian Wolf. That other guy. Fuck, man. Jesus, come on. Vertigo's are. Why was I number one on that? Hey, great reading on the all right, by the way. Minnesota reverse spelling me judge. And and we're also joined, yeah, by reverse Minnesota spelling me judge, Haley Hansen. Hello. Nice. I was weak. She has a superhero name. We're doing it again. We're also joined by Minnesota reverse spelling me judge. Haley Hanson. Haley Hanson. I don't want to do this. Wonderful. That's much better. I feel so, yeah. I'm sorry. Too bad. Sherry and Michelle have both been on the show numerous times. Michelle, not this season. And she's off drinking at Scofflaws. Yikes. Scofflaws. Is that a ska bar? <laughs> all right. And I like how also real fast that we're all referring to this spelling bee as if we have fucking mentioned this at all. <laughs> we have on here a report came out this week, and you know what? I actually just realized I have something else we got to add to the fucking outline. Deal with it, people. It's a long episode this week for Hammers. Um, but Brown's facility fake quotes. What's up with that? So, in case you haven't heard, <laughs> there we go. There was quotes on walls at the Browns' facilities, and they're not correct. Not real. Mm -hmm. they're, made up. they're like from Emerson and shit. Mark Twain and didn't yeah. say that. Martin Luther King didn't say that. Fabricated from attributed the them on was the it, walls. Were that who, is that who was attributed? Were they all things like, go Browns? Yeah. Go Browns! <laughs> Abraham Lincoln! <laughs> I remember when Thoreau said, I don't really know. Get your ass down and shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, but yeah, supposedly there was some sort of report. We'll link to it. The Browns, it was pretty embarrassing, actually. There was basically quotes on the walls painted kind of onto the walls in the facility that were attributed to people and saying things, in all seriousness, that they didn't say at any point as some sort of false motivation, I guess, right? Make quotes. Yeah. So the title of the article is, it's on Deadspin with a great picture of Brandon Whedon. I think that's worth it alone. 
making some sort of weird frown face. The title of the article, The New Browns Facility Walls Are Full of Fake Quotes on Deadspin. Basically, they spent a bunch of money to transform all the shit there, and part of that apparently was some fake quotes, one of which... We have a quote here. Yeah, we have... There is no limit to what can be accomplished if it doesn't matter who gets the credit. Who said that? Ralph Walder... Ralph Walder... Emerson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a great believer in luck, and I find the harder I work, the more I have of it. Thomas Jefferson. Of course, Zach Long. That <laughs> is Thomas Jefferson. Guess what? Thomas Jefferson never said it. It's from another book. It was in Reader's Digest, said by F.L. Emerson, apparently. There I mean, you have it. think the only quotes they would need on their wall would be dollar signs attributed to more dollar signs. Or, or just do better. We got Be Faithful in Small Things. It is in them that your strength lies by Mother Teresa. <laughs> Not her authentic words is what the website of Nobel Laureate and Catholic Saint, I believe, Mother Teresa, being misquoted by Lombardi and Banner. One bad bitch. Don't <laughs> show them out. All right, so that's weird. Go check that article out on Deadspin. We're going to bring it back home. Is Haley Hansen still with us? She is indeed. Yes, I am. So, I mean, this is completely unrelated to football, but 6B1P Nation, if I may speak to you directly and from the heart, yes, I'm going to assume that's yes. Uh, I am not a native Minnesotan. I live here. I'm going to grad school here. It's come to my attention. I am geocaching. Just today, I went out, and on the riverbanks, I found somebody's sock under a rock. Predictable. You would. Figures, right? That's, that's why I'm getting my master's in it. That's some under right, bullshit. You, you made the rock and sock connection. <laughs> I did. Anyhow, uh, people here pronounce things all weird, including their place names. Quickly, so, Haley Hansen, are you a native Minnesotan? I am. Okay, born and raised. Well, I was born in Virginia. Okay, but raised in Minnesota. Minnesota reverse spelling bee. Keep talking. So uh, I noticed, like, when I would ever, whenever I would read like a road sign or a map and say, "Hey, we should go to this place," I was apparently pronouncing it wrong because the way that uh, Minnesotans look at these letters and <laughs> decide how to say them is completely different than any sensible person would. Right. So what we're going to do is what I'm going to call the Minnesota reverse spelling bee. Do we have Do we have a theme song for that? Uh, do we have a theme song for that, Chris Poland? Sure. Minnesota Rivers Smelling Bee! <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I am going to spell, I have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six place names. All I'm right. Going to spell them for you. That seems like a lot. Yeah. Six? All right, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> well, you know, whatever. I'll spell them for you. I want you guys to each pronounce them, and Zach Long, you're in this also. I'm sorry for using your last name. I don't know how much you value your anonymity. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how much you value sounding intelligent on the air. Not in the slightest. Basically, I don't know how much you want Dave Obenauer to know who you are. Dave Uh, Obenauer, we'd love to have you on the show. It's been a while. It has. It's been like three whole weeks. Anyhow, I'm going to spell it. I want you guys to pronounce it. Haley Hansen here. Native, scare quotes, Minnesotan is going to be the judge of who pronounces it best, and then somebody wins, and I don't know what you win. All right. All right, we'll start with an easy one. You ready? Yes. W-I-L-L 
M A R. Who do you want to go first? Uh, Chris Poland, you go first. W I L L M A R. Vemer. Nice guess. Brian Tosco. Wilmer. Zach Long. Remyar. Brian Weeby. Wilmar. Alright, who's what's the actual pronunciation? Wilmer. Wilmer. Brian was close, I'd say, right? He is the closest. Brian Weeby gets one point. One point America. Next one. Okay, next one. W A Y Z a T A. I hope you guys are writing this down. I am not. Can I go first? Yes. Wazatka. <laughs> that's, that's a good guess. Thanks. Chris, Closer than Ian's. It's true. Chris Poland. Uh, Wachata. Zach Long. Kazia. <laughs> Why is that a holy shit? That was so close, okay. right? What is it? Yzetta. Yzetta. Wow, I feel like you did that one too, dude. No fast than that. I want to just blow your mind. Brian Weeby spent some time in Minnesota. That's true, but Chris Poland has family in Minnesota. It's true. Next question. Some of my formative years were in Chaska. 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 <laughs> was that in Chaska? Chaska. All right, uh, maybe we should make this five instead of six. I'm going to cut one of these. Yeah, days. we're going long. Yeah, we are. Really? Chris Poland is tired. Chris Poland is tired. All right, okay. this, one, this one is uh, M-A-H-T-O-M-E-D-I. I'm going to put it in the chat. That might help you guys. It's also my mother's hometown. This is where somebody you've never met's mother is from. I've met. Who'd I meet? Oh, I know. met me. That's, uh, well, Zach Long has also. God damn it. Fuck. Cut that out. Yeah, good job, Ian. So it's in the chat. That's how it's spelled. Here's the chat, man. Okay. So Here in Chicago, we don't have you. <laughs> we lost you. Studio connection. Chris Poland, what do you think it is? Uh, Matomdi. Ryan uh, Costco. Matovia. Zach Long. Jose. <laughs> Ryan Weeby. I feel like you're introducing letters that I didn't say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the answer? Matamidae. Oh. Who is the closest? Nobody gets the point that Zero way. on the board. Brian Weeby's still in first with two. We'll Next. do one more. We'll do one more. because this one is more, the, One more. One more. It, is not it appears good. Brian Weeby's going to win. That's what we've said. <laughs> 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 I just want you all to embarrass yourselves. This I one do. is a lake. It is two words. The first word is M-I-L-L-E. That's a French word. Meaning thousand, I believe. Nice. The second nice. word is L A C A L A C S, another French word meaning lake. M I L L E L A C S. Chris Poland. Um, Milliards. <laughs> nice. Well played. Brian Costco. Milliards. <laughs> like Alice Cooper in Wayne's World too. Zach Long. Nice. I like that at the end there. Brian Weeby. Relax. 
Yeah. Brian Weeby hit that nail right on yeah, the Yeah, three points, lady. Yeah. Brian Weeby, you are the winner of the first annual 6B1P Minnesota Spelling Bee. Thanks for playing, everybody. Hey, let's give it up for our judge, Haley Hansen. Haley Hansen, thank you for being with us. He does not want to do this. He does not want to do this. A ringing endorsement. <laughs> so. The Browns make us all happy. We're yep. all hammered here talking about the Browns. We all watch this game today for the most part in one form or another. Chris Poland is drunk as shit. Chris Poland is not. We wish he was here to take care of all of us. <laughs> Me and Brian's wives aren't even here. We don't really know where they are. I hope they're okay. Shout out. We'd love to have them on the show. Let me tell you how they're doing. Hold on one second. Okay. So, what else we got here? Josh Cribs. What a dickhead. What a dickhead. Uh, <laughs> for those of you that don't know, Josh Cribs was a beloved Cleveland Browns kick returner and sometimes terrible wide receiver. who The Browns did not sign. Sometimes he was a better than Brandon Whedon quarterback. That's true. Did play at the Kent State. Shout out to the Golden Flashes. Uh, Josh did not get signed by the Browns this year. Ended up with the Raiders a little bit. They cut him. He's now with the New York Jets. He got filled, dude. He did get filled, dude. And the Jets have put together a couple quality wins the last two weeks. I believe they're right behind the Patriots and the AFCs. And Josh Cribs was quoted as saying some not-so-nice things about the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, and, you know, he said the Browns quit. And the Raiders don't. And, no, Jets. Uh, the Jets. I'm sorry, I messed that up because the Raiders quit on him. He shut up. They signed him and they said he wasn't worth a shit. Yeah. Despite the fact that they spent money to sign him. So, you know, that's my opinion. How much does it cost to sign an NFL player like halfway through the season? 40 bucks? <laughs> do you think this show, could this show do that? Do you think we could sign, could we sign a Fuzzy Whitaker once the Browns cut him next week? No, he needs to stay. Bobby Rainey, possibly. He's Bobby Rainey's yeah. available. Um, Anybody have any uh, ends with the sports agency world? There it is. If you do, I believe we have an email you can contact us at. It is. Uh, we would like to sign a football player to make us sandwiches and whatnot at gmail.org. <laughs> All right. Give us a shout out there. Um, Steelers check in. Who's got the score of the Steelers game? Uh, they lost by a lot of points. To the New I think England. 55 to 31, maybe, something like that. I like the sound of that. That scares me, though, because the Browns play the Patriots here in a few weeks. We're going to probably lose that game, dude. We're going to play the Steelers soon, too. We're going to win that game. Yeah, Suck our yeah. dicks. Eat our butts. Um, no, the Steelers lose to the Patriots 55 to something. Screw those guys there in last place in the AFC. Yes. Guys. Yeah. He's falling asleep. All right. We didn't do the trivia. Trivia. Wait, oh, I do have the trivia. Can I wake Wait. him up? You can wake him up for the trivia. Bernie. Wake up. All right, Bernie. Uh, this week's Don Fleming Memorial trivia question was cooked up by me and Brian Weeby today in our Cha-cha. adventures. Cha-cha. The Brian Michaels. Fresh take hotline. Um, and it is topical. We like to do that. Yeah. And you know, it relevant. Last week's episode of this show was called Six Bs and a P and 20 QBs. It was indeed. Um, and the Don Fleming Memorial trivia question this week, and Zach 
Chris and Ian, you are all eligible winners. The winner will have Dave Obenauer leave a message as Carl Castle on your home answering machine, not your voicemail. Um, let's, you know, Zach, since you're the new person on the show this week, who are we playing for, Zach? Who are you playing for? Yeah, who are, who are we playing for? Who are the winner playing for? Chris Poland. Chris Poland. <laughs> All right. Wow. Oh, wow. That's it's a twofer. Twofer. Which one? Two for Bell. We talked about how the Browns have had 20 quarterbacks, ladies and gentlemen, since they returned in 1999. Been a reoccurring theme. Lots of quarterbacks. My question to you is, how many quarterbacks have the Ravens had? Since they became a team in 1996, how many? Also, subnote: our wives are coming in. <laughs> wives! How many quarterbacks have the Ravens had since they've been a team? I'm going to say five. Five. Chris Pollan. Um. Where's my wife? I left her. Seven. 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 Zach Long. Ten. Michelle, how many one? Uh, how many quarterbacks? Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Michelle, <laughs> Live in studio on the Chris Poland Fresh Take Hotline. Tipping the tipping the scales. Most guests ever. Most Ding guests ever. ever. Give me have to tune in next week for that trivia question. Drew McBride, ladies and gentlemen. Drew McBride, how many quarterbacks? It's a regular Sherry Oliver. How many guests are on this episode? How many guests Final are on this episode? Hey, love you too. Miss you too. Nobody oh, yeah. loves or misses. We've had nine guests. So here's the question for anyone who just came in that wants to play. This week's Don Fleming Memorial trivia question is: yeah. We have talked about the Browns have had 20 quarterbacks since they've been back in 1999. Fucking awesome! Nice. <laughs> Well played, Nah. How many quarterbacks have the Ravens had since 1996 when they Not that many because they're fucking seven. Ladies, whoa, 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 ladies. That's a lot of swearing out of a woman. Shut up, Ian. Okay. I have a question, ladies. Hold on. Michelle, number. Since it came back. 96. Seven. Yeah. I said seven. She's We're on dead air. Ten. 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 Drew. I'll say eight. Eight. Brian Weeby, what's the correct answer? Everyone is horribly wrong. wrong. The correct oh, answer yeah. is 16. Fuck you, Ravens! Uh, 16 Fuck quarterbacks. Not Ravens. that many left. The Browns have only had 20. The Ravens have yeah, like only had 20. Yeah, it's like only had 20. I think so, yeah. Okay. We're trying to wrap, wrap, up. wrap up. I have a question. I have a question. Wrap it up. Ian. Do our new guests want to play the reverse Minnesota spot? No, that'll take too long. That'll no, be a separate podcast. I have, I have a bonus question. This is just for just for Ian and Chris. I have a boner question. Okay, we'll get to that later, guys. It's for monsters. Three of these Ravens quarterbacks of the sixteen have played for the Browns. They've started games for the Browns. Who are they? Trent Dilfer's one. Yes, one. Boom. Chris Poland, do you have any guesses? Um, Give me a little Wikipedia page, Poland. <laughs> Derek Anderson. Nope. Jeff Garcia. Nope. 
Thaddeus Lewis. Think no. older. Older. <laughs> Doug no. Peterson. Nope. Tim Couch. No. Spurgeon. Spurge win. No. Who else was you it? Got, you got it. Think, think Bernie. Think old. But Bernie. Bernie, are you here? Bernie. Think Bernie. 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 What's Bernie with a V? Vinny. Vinny. What am I with a V? Is Bernie. What asshole replaced you as Browns quarterback? Bill Belichick. No, that's incorrect. He's dropped. Yeah. Go to sleep. Not a coach. Who was the one? Vinny. Vinny. Testaverde. Correct. That's the second one. And the third one, none of you are ever going to get because it's Eric Zier, and I think he oh, works at a grocery Chester store. Right. Easy. A grocery store. All right, go back to the outline, Brian. Where are we at? Tweet of the week. It's uh, yeah, not on the outline. There is no tweet. There's no tweet of the week. Guess what? How many tweets this week? Let me tweet. Everybody. Ian, play the music. It's the tweet of the week. All right, ladies and gentlemen, tweet of the week. Ian Wolf, what is it? Oh, shit, man. I don't know. Chris Paul, what is it? All right, it's from Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden. At Joe Hayden. Oh, there he is. There he is. Oh, you're ruining the tweet of the week. You're so much more excited about Chris than me, and that makes me. Play the music again. No. All right, fine. It's from Joe Hayden. You know what it says? Great win. Hashtag Go Browns. Hashtag Hayden Nation. <laughs> At Joe Hayden 23. Go Browns. Go Browns. Brian Weeby. Eat my shorts. Hashtag Bert Simpson. <laughs> oh, very nice. At Bert Simpson 666. Eat my shorts. Hashtag Marshall Wallace. All right, you can find us on Twitter at 6B1P. That's the number six. Number one, letter B. I love B. you and I miss you. That's a different podcast. What's the matter? We're all about it. Chris Bullen. I love and miss everyone, too. Uh, Ian, how do you feel about everyone? I feel unloved and unmissed. All right, uh, good. But I love and miss you, Ian. Oh, well, all right. I love and missed. The Browns have a bye week next week. That's bullshit. No, and as a result, are we taking the week off, or do you guys no. want to do this? Hell no. All right, we'll be here later. Self high five, everybody. Everybody. How much less hope can there be than a week in which the Browns don't play? Yeah, seriously, their record is going to at least stay the same. And we can do the psychedelic greatest hits. Maybe we'll do that. We'll be back here next week, even though the Browns don't play. They come back, play the Bengals, and some 6B1P folks are going to be there. So that's an exciting couple weeks, I think. Two weeks. Yeah. Anybody else? Bang, bang. Have, anybody have anything they want to add before we leave? Uh, we plugging shit. Plug Source shit. for Forest. Ian Wolf. I got nothing. Chris Fallen. AquabearLegion.com. Source for Forest. I'm just going to say, if you haven't seen Gravity, uh, I saw it. I did also. 3D, everybody. Come on, Gravity. Uh, I saw Gravity shit. 3D. It is. Nice. I like it. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Gravity. Plugging it. I'm your host, Brian Costco, here for AquabareLegion.com. Michelle Nod, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, anything you want to promote? I would like to promote us crushing with the Ravens and the Steelers. I like Is that. that. Okay? Let's promote that. Yes. <laughs> doing that. Bernie, how do you feel about that? I feel like I want to take a shit in your lobby. <laughs> All right. Hey, no, don't get no, Bernie. No, Bernie. Oh, who's this broad? <laughs> All right. Who's this, Brad? 
Alright, Michelle hates Bernie Kosar. It's a visual. Bernie Kosar that's in our lobby currently. Bernie, what? Bernie, she's got a jersey. You got a jersey, Bernie. What number is that jersey? It's 19. Fuck off. Ditch that. Ditch that. Bernie. 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 Bernie.